Damn, son, where'd you find this? What's going on, Ryan Hoppy? This is Tony Romo. Hoppy, Hoppy, Hoppy. This is Hoppy Hour. Oh, he got a fat ass. Watch this. going on this podcast is for the people who wake up in the morning and grind their ass off the people who run to their coffee pot and chug that scorching hot coffee the people who won't give up no matter how hard life gets the people who push their body to the limit just to get by in life because that's all you can do this is hoppy hour Justin Bieber says his marriage to wife Haley Bieber hasn't always been easy. He's a good. Oh, that's good to hear. The first year of your marriage is just awful. Always been easy. He's a good kid. He's a good part, and yeah. uh, I love him. Mm-hmm. The 27-year-old singer covers the May issue of GQ. At- Remember when it was a big deal to be on the cover of GQ <laughs> 12 years ago? And inside the mag- <laughs> you're on the cover of a magazine. I mean, I've never been on one. I've been in one when I won Best of the Bay twice. But on the cover, I'm not that bougie. He says that his first year of marriage was, quote, really tough. That is the sign that a marriage should not be happening. Because usually it's after about five years of when a marriage that is doomed, you know, ends. But whenever you hear the first year of a marriage is a not so good, you start to wonder... If they should have got married. Oh, the first year was so awful. Oh, it was horrible. Every moment I saw her, like when she was going down the aisle, I was like, oh, why am I marrying her? She was the alleged side chick anyway. I mean, what successful marriage in the end have you ever heard where it goes, oh, yeah, the first year sucked? She was using her... Never mind. (laughs) There's no way to cancel your own podcast, but I just prevented myself from using a joke about teeth. Justin and Haley tied the knot in a September 2018 courthouse ceremony when he was 24 and she was 21. Uh, That sounds like the right decision. Oh, you're in your 20s? Get married. (laughs) I almost did it. Ugh had a big wedding a year later in mm. South Carolina. And Justin, he says saying I do was always a part of his plan. Quote, I- But was it the plan to say it to Haley Baldwin? Just saying. I just felt like that was my calling, just to get married and have babies and do that whole thing. That is the most bland thing I've ever heard. Oh, to get married and have babies and do that whole thing. By him adding the term at the end, And the whole thing, it sounds like he was either going through a quarter-life crisis or he felt pressured because he, I wouldn't say climaxed in his career, but he's never going to be as big as he was 12 years ago. So he's like, ah, I just have kids. What do you hope your life looks like in 10 years? I hope my life looks... um, Let me rewind. This was in 2015. Like in 10 years. I hope my life looks... um, Yeah. Hopefully I have a family. Wife and kids. 
Well, you got about four years to get that goal going. This is in 2015. That was six years ago. But despite knowing that marriage was the right decision for him, yeah. he says he spent the first year as a husband on eggshells while... <laughs> Oh, yeah, we got married. I feel like I was on eggshells around this imbecile. Dealing with some of the past trauma from his highly publicized troubles as a child star. Quote. Oh, yeah. But isn't the significant other, whatever gender, whatever uh, fluid thing you are, whatever you date. I'm just trying to be politically correct. I thought the significant other you have is supposed to, like, bring the better version out of you, not make you feel even more triggered. If you're dating somebody and they're making you feel more triggered, if you're dating somebody and they're making you feel like crap, number one, life's too short, and number two, life's too short. The first year of marriage was really tough because there was a lot going back to the trauma stuff. There was just lack of trust. Well, Justin, now we don't know this for sure, but we've heard rumors that Haley Baldwin was the on and off girlfriend while you were dating Selena. So when you were dating Selena Gomez, so let's just um, think this out real quick. Happy 101. I am the authority on all things dating. Even though I lost my virginity at 21 and got catfished by Cleveland Radio Show. Okay, think this out here. There was trust issues with somebody that you were allegedly on and off with when you were with Selena. Whoa, you're saying to me that if you were dating and alleged, I don't want to use the word side chick, but if you were dating a side chick and then got married to her, that marriage is going to have trust issues? Whoa. Who would have saw that coming? Because when I think of marrying the alleged side chick, I just think of happily ever after. Not at all. There was all these things that you don't want to admit to the person that you're with because it's scary. You don't want to scare them off by saying, I'm scared. And that's an awful relationship right there. In my relationship, I tell my girlfriend everything. Now Justin says they have largely overcome that hurdle and are building a solid home life together. Ah, uh, solid. Ah, uh, sounds healthy. Something Justin said he lacked in the past. Oh, uh, those are some shots that are fired. If I've ever heard of fired shots, it would be what he just said. <laughs> this Inside Edition reporter, Entertainment Tonight, rather. Hear this out. Building a solid home life together, something Justin said he lacked in the past. He never had a solid foundation in the past. That would be... A shot at Selena Gomez. And, oh boy, can't wait to hear her next single all about that comment. Hoppy, hoppy, hoppy. This is Hoppy Hour. Ah, uh, man. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I just can't go to break, guys, without playing my production. Hoppy Hour will be right back. Yep. He never holds back, and he speaks his mind. This following segment has been brought to you by Tampa Bay Hot Sauce Company at tampabayhotsauce.com. Has all the locations of where you can purchase it in person. If you're living if you're living in a different city and it's not in Florida and you want to get the hot sauce, tampabayhotsauce.com. You can order online, tag them at Tampa Bay Hot Sauce at Ryan Hoppy Radio and let us know what you cook.
happy, happy, happy. This is Happy Hour. Watch out. Happy is about to rant. But first, listen to me, Randy. It doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, whether you're white or black or Sasquatch even. As long as you follow your dream, no matter how crazy or against the law it is. Except for Sasquatch. If you're Sasquatch, the rules are different. Forget it, Meatwad. I'm a circus freak. That's all I'll ever be. Whatever. Is your significant other driving you nuts? The self-proclaimed expert Ryan Hoppy will listen to your problems at 856-49-HOPPY. That's 856-49-HOPPY. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. and Alex Rodriguez have called it quits. Uh, now they called it quits. Not the last five weeks where they've been having goodbye sex. Why the hell else would you be waiting five weeks to announce it? We heard the rumors about two to three months ago that he was just FaceTiming the star, in quotations, of Southern Charmed. And then they broke up a month later. But now that they officially call quits, that's when it's official, not when it was reported the last two to three months we really have a special connection that way. He was amazing. Not anymore. After a two-year engagement and four years of dating, the couple confirmed their split in a statement obtained by E.T., first reported by Today. <laughs> you know how they hate reporting, first reported by Today. Like, you know, entertainment's like, damn it, we wanted the inside scoop because we were really cool in 2004. Quote, we have realized we are better as friends and look forward to remaining so. We oh, I'm sure they're going to be best as a friend. Oh, you cheated on me with that dirty, rotten imbecile from Southern Charm. You want to hang out and watch the game tonight? We'll continue to work together and support each other on our shared businesses and projects. I have a feeling these shared businesses they have, they will have their team and their interns do the work for them. I don't really see them sitting in the boardroom. You have him smoking a cigar, and you have her sipping her martini, and they're like, let's talk some business now. You cheated on me with that girl from Southern Charmed. Projects. They added, quote, we wish the best for each other and one another's children. Out of Well, the children part I get, but you don't think in reality... Jennifer Lopez is like, oh, I wish nothing but the best for the man who cheated on me. Mm-hmm. Respect for them. The Oh, I found out from somebody that they don't like when I go, mm-hmm. I got a Facebook comment about it. So to you, I say, you ready? Mm-hmm. Of respect for them, the only other comment we have is to say thank you to everyone who has sent kind words and support. I don't think anybody has, maybe besides their rich, elitist friends. I don't think one person went, oh, my God, I got my relief check. But no, 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 forget the 1400 Forget the car payments I got to make. I'm so worried about the relationship of Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez. 
I've learned so much from her in such a short period of time. That was in 2017. Prior to their split, multiple... Here's, uh, let me go back real quick. I want to hear this again. I've learned so much from her in such a short period of time. And then I'm going to cheat on her. Prior to their split, yeah. multiple sources told ET on March 12th that the two had called off their engagement. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I'm not living in the past at all. But I'm going to say this to anybody out there that ever goes through this experience. Not of cheating on Jennifer Lopez, but of an engagement getting called off but keeping the relationship alive. Now, on this show here, oftentimes I play the joke, I am the authority on dating, even though I lost my virginity at 21. But I will tell you, with utter certainty, with utter confidence, that I am the authority on an engagement getting called off and in a relationship going on a little bit too long. So my ex, not my current girlfriend that I love very much, my ex got into an argument at my small apartment Mm-hmm. The old apartment I lived in. And she went, I don't want to get married to you. And I'm like, hey, can I earn you back? Can I earn you back? And she goes, yeah. Now, I don't think it went like that with Alex Rodriguez because he had actual swagger. And back in 2018, I was a bitch. But let me just tell you, the last two months was me kissing my ex's ass. And then she dumped me in the middle of a target. <laughs> If there was a way to describe their relationship. Yeah, that sound effect. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I'm not living in the past because I got a girlfriend that I love. Oh, my God. When I tell you I love my girlfriend, I, like, want to go on Oprah's couch in 2004 and just scream it. Like, I love my girlfriend. I love my girlfriend. I love my girlfriend. No, no, But gentlemen out there, Ladies. Whatever the hell you identify as. Let me turn off the mic to call. Listen. If the engagement is called off, just end it. Back to the clip. With one source noting that the 45-year-old former baseball pro and the 51-year-old triple threat had... And the 45-year-old cheater in baseball and in life... ...had decided their relationship, quote, had run its course. Yeah, it did. But one day later, a separate source told E.T. that the two were continuing their relationship. And here's what drives me nuts about Alex Rodriguez. Literally, he cheated in baseball and he's not getting crucified at all. He's like the cool dude. But Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, they cheat in baseball. And we just go, ah, yeah, they're scumbags burning hell. But Alex Rodriguez does it. Oh, he's pretty cool. And, quote, working through things, adding that, quote, no third party was involved. Oh, well. (laughs) The third party was him cheating on her, allegedly, with that Southern Charm girl. Uh. (sighs) Here's some more J-Lo news. I will do this real quick. Even a day after Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod... And when I say real quick, I mean about five minutes of this. Not even a day after Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod announced they had called it quits on their relationship, J-Lo appears to have shaded him by liking a cryptic post about manipulative people. All righty, and the clip's going to go on for three more minutes, and my life's too short, so she passive-aggressively liked the post, and we're going to break as I hit the post. Wow. Wow. Happy. Wow. 
If there was ever a moment to describe this podcast, it would be me with the best one-liner about her liking a post and then me hitting the post, which means going to commercial and radio. And we have three slots of outro buttons, and I was in the second slot on this machine, and I pressed the third button, which would normally be the hoppy, 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 this is hoppy hour, but I pressed the Pornhub sound effect. And I didn't press the outro. Man. What am I doing with my life? Oh, we're going to break. Hoppy, hoppy, hoppy. This is Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour will be right back. Ah. This following segment has been brought to you by FitSageFitness.com. When I tell you that Devin Prasad is the best workout trainer in the Bay, a man of my words, sign up for a virtual workout as well if you're not in the Bay Area. All the info, fitsagefitness.com and on Instagram at fit underscore sage underscore fitness. Hoppy, Hoppy, this is Hoppy Hour. Someone hook me up with a flame. I'm having a nook for... Er, light him up. Midwad. Here. Encourage him in his habit. That's a good smoker. When did you start smoking? This morning. I rose my rooster. I'm going to tore up. We shall acquire some wine on the way to the mall. And then you can get tore up. And pass out in the hot sun. That's my ball. I don't think Meatwad should be hanging around with these moon people. 856-49 Hoppy. Please don't be offended. He's sorry in advance. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Ah, time for some Britney Spears news. An update about how she's feeling. Yeah. The 39-year-old took to Instagram to share a video where she poses for the camera. Oh, yay, the passive-aggressive help me videos. Oh, these are always fun to watch. Caption the toxic singer addresses those who might be... I don't like that. She literally has any other hit. Hit me, baby, one more time. Lucky. Oops, I did it again. Womanizer. But they used the pun, the toxic singer, which not every single Britney Spears fan is going to know 
or not every single person watching this is going to know that that was a song she had in 2004. So that was a play on words of the media being passive aggressive, saying that she's toxic. Like you could have said the lucky singer, because that was another one of her songs, or the hit me baby one more time. But you had to say toxic because you guys are jealous of her. You guys wish you were her, you people at Access Hollywood. You wish you had her talent. So you took a career of covering and ruining the lives of these celebrities because you were never talented enough to be them is sharing an update about how she's feeling. The 39-year-old took to Instagram to share a video where she poses for the camera. In the caption, the toxic singer addresses those who might be concerned about her well-being, saying she's flattered. Happy to share, especially with a world that is empathetic and concerned with my life. Mm-hmm. What can I say? I'm flattered. Here's to another beautiful summer of popsicles and sunbathing. The yeah, popsicles. Post reads in part. The update comes following the Framing Britney Spears documentary, garnering a lot of interest into Spears' personal life. Yeah, the one that was unauthorized and she didn't really want. But, oh, you free Britney people care about her. (laughs) Shut up. The pop star broke her silence in late March about the film, saying she didn't watch it and what she did see hurt her. Oh, but all the fans out there never said sorry for, uh, you know, watching it. Every single person out there that claims to be a fan, I never claim to be a fan, so I don't really uh, go into this rant, but all the people that claim to be a fan, all the people that started the Free Britney podcast and the Free Britney merchandise, she's pretty much saying she doesn't like any of that. So return all the money you made from it and all the attention and go away. I didn't watch the documentary, but from what I did see of it, I was embarrassed by the light they put me in. Oh, but I thought they cared about Britney and all the people out there that thought they did. Cried for two weeks. Hypocritical douchebags. I was embarrassed by the light they put me in. I cried for two weeks, and well, I still cry sometimes. I do. Yeah, but all the free Britney people out there making money off of the merchandise. Oh, I bet you care so much about her well-being. Do what I can in my own spirituality with myself to try and keep my own joy, love, and happiness. She- that is not a good thing for Brittany. I feel bad that she's literally having to force happiness and joy. That means uh, she's going through a lot. But all oh, the people out there making money off of Britney Spears with the merchandise and the podcast that they will monetize and get sponsors. Oh, thank God they're doing well while you're pretending to care about Britney Spears, but you're really no different than the paparazzi from 13 years ago. Here comes the money. Yeah. Here we go. Money talk. Oh, it does. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. <laughs> dollar, dollar. You hypocritical douche bags. I can't say it enough. Let me say it again. You are hypocritical douchebags. Oh, we're so woke. We care about Britney Spears. She's literally saying she didn't like the documentary and she's fine. Oh, but we're going to keep covering her and hurt her mental health, even though we're pretending to care about her mental health because we have no talent, so we're going to cover her and pretend to care about her mental health. Um, Listen, and then people that hear this might go, Hoppy, but you're pretending to care about her mental health. No, I'm reporting and ranting on the news. Completely different. He said on social media. Access Hollywood previously spoke with Liz Day, senior editor at the New York Times. I ranted about her on the bone. Oh, she's a dirty rotten. Who is featured in the documentary. And she broke down some of the most shocking things in the film. So I think there were a few really surprising things. that. Here it comes. The things that she thought were shocking. Surprised me the most about. And what she's about to say pretty much is a slap in Britney's face from this dirty rotten hack at the New York Times. 
about Britney's situation and the conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Um, one yeah. was about her backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I grew up with Britney. We're around. The- oh, yeah. You guys were hanging out. You guys were best of friends, right? Same age. And I think the real perception of her is that you're at of her at the time was that she was, you know, an industry puppet or. No one thought that. I mean, a lot of people thought she was talented. That's why millions of people went to her concert and you're a nobody. So for you to say that you thought she was an industry plant is just you saying how you felt about her. You dirty rotten hack. Kind of a talentless cipher. And oh yeah. Think about the millions of Britney Spears fans and all the albums she sold and everything. No one was buying the album at Best Buy, waiting in line, being like, oh, you tailless cipher. That is this dirty, rotten heck of a reporter putting her passive-aggressive energy into pretending she cared because she has no talent. She had nothing going for her. We don't know who this reporter is. Oh, but covering Britney Spears gives me attention. Oh, you're such a loser. And I was really surprised yeah. going back through and talking to people who were mm-hmm. closely involved with her early career. Yeah. How much control Britney had herself over. And how controlling you probably are in relationships. And that's why. Never mind. Hoppy, hoppy, hoppy. This is Hoppy Hour. <sighs> Enough of that. Oh, but first. I've been up since seven in the morning, so I'm a little out of sorts. we got to play this to go to break. Happy hour will be right back. Yeah, right? Totally. This following segment has been brought to you by Amir Academy of Martial Arts. Want to get into shape? I'm going to tell you how. AmirAcademy.com. He's in St. Petersburg. He has classes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and he also can do personal sessions. All the infos at amiracademy.com or on Facebook at Amir Academy of Martial Arts. Go there, tell him I sent you, and get into shape. Hoppy, hoppy, hoppy. This is Hoppy Hour. Well, it was good while it lasted, I guess. But Sheriff, the glory hole is the pride and joy of Dougal County. Fella found an even older glory hole two towns over. Lord knows I ain't looking forward to telling the tourism board about this. Such an elegant concept. A simple lonely hole to commemorate his. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Hoppy's mind is like a circus, and you're all invited. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. so happy the summer's coming yeah now jenny's ice man if you live in florida the summer's every day am i right baby mm. we're so happy the summer's coming yeah and now jenny's ice cream has teamed up with dolly parton for a signature ice cream called strawberry and pretzel pie oh i thought it was spoiled milk get it fans are going crazy the web- oh yeah everyone's like yeah i gotta get some of dolly parton's ice cream 
site crashed when it came out. The people that were able to get it, they put it on eBay for $1,000. Oh, you know, she's got to love that. How do you send that ice cream to somebody? It's so no, no. ridiculous. It in ice. ice I mean, it's going to taste spoiled anyway. It's her ice cream. Yeah, I- I'm kidding. I'm sure if I had ice cream, it'd be reeked of shame and embarrassment. I trust the company to send me something in dry ice. I don't trust Joe from eBay to send me <laughs> I don't trust you for analysis on celebrities either because you're working at TMZ. What else is going on from TMZ while I rant about TMZ? A Montana dad says that his six-year-old kid found a surprise at the very bottom of a Flamin' Hot Cheetos Puffs bag. Yeah. A bullet. So I spoke to him. Okay, so they're claiming this guy from Montana is claiming that his kid found a bullet at the bottom of a Cheeto bag. Where have we heard this? Hmm. Let's think here. Where did we hear about something allegedly being in a... Oh, that's right. Jensen Carp, the hack, a.k.a. Hot Carl, t- Mrs. Mr. Tepeng. Oh, man. Remember that last month? We were just hanging out, like March 15th, whatever day it was, and kind of a... Rain Man, remember dates? And it was just like, oh, yeah, this guy claims that he found a dead shrimp in his uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and then he never really had any actual proof, and then he hasn't really tweeted in a month, and then got canceled by women who claimed he was a douchebag. Good times. So this father out there from Montana better be careful about saying he found a bullet in Cheetos. A man named Bo Horn Weasel yeah. and lives in Elma, Montana. His son loves Flamin' Hot Cheetos Puffs. Bought him a bag. At the very bottom, there was a bullet. He was super concerned. Reached out to Frito-Lays, which owns Flamin' Hot Cheetos. And they're like, oh, it's Jensen Carp again. And they're sending him a test kit to send this bullet back and see what happened here. Yeah, and then he's going to be proven wrong. I, I don't understand the test kit. Yeah. I was getting a full ballistics it. test on his genome. <laughs> <laughs> TMZ's as unfunny as ever, kind of like me. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, isn't that isn't that like when kids have those Cracker Jack box and they put their hand in it and they search for the toy or something? Yeah, like yeah guys are like killing it with the one-liners. No, that's what they should. I just thought of it. If every single product yeah. does what Cracker Jacks does and they put a prize in when there's something foreign, it's just going to look like another prize. So- oh, enough of you, Harvey. What else is going on from TMZ? <laughs> There are three stages of breakup grief. Anger, denial, and if you're Kim Kardashian, freedom! Hitting the gym to get back into fighting shape, baby! It's it's a video of her uh, feet jogging and says, morning jog to clear my mind. Yeah, clear that mind, baby! Not about the stage where you lie around sobbing and eating Fig Newtons. That comes somewhere between anger and denial. Kim Kardashian is showing off that single body. I think if there's any anger, oh geez, I'm going to go back to this clip real quick. But I think if there's any anger from Kim Kardashian being married to Kanye West, it's probably all the effort she put into trying to help Kanye. I don't think she really misses that nut job. That comes somewhere between anger and denial. Yeah. Kim Kardashian is showing off that single body. Like she posts a lot of videos of herself working out. She has an op- Yeah, she's made a career out of making videos, right? I mean, what else? Awesome home gym. Uh, but this time she really paid attention uh, to working on her glutes. Yeah. Oh, thank God we get more polished selfies that are totally not photoshopped and airbrushed.
Woohoo! Yes, and her glutes are so strong yeah. she can literally slow all her body movement. That butt is so big. The video was shot in slow motion. That's also possible. Mm. Anyway, go, Kim, go! Yeah. You gotta imagine. Maybe it's to get the attention. Can you imagine this guy from TMZ has made a fortune having that irritating voice? Anyway, go, Kim, go! Man, too bad that didn't work for me. Oh, wait, it is. I'm only 27. Yeah, totally. It's gonna happen. You gotta imagine. Maybe it's to get the attention of some potential new suitor. Yeah. It doesn't take much imagination, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All righty. They're kind of weird over there at TMZ. A little early to start mindlessly speculating on Kim's future relationship. Who does she date next? Right? <laughs> no musician bigger than Kanye, right? What if she dates like a normie next? Just like, just someone on the street. I'd She'll love. Be... Uh, it'll probably be someone, you know. From the NBA. Uh, what's going on? Mike Tyson. We're just on the roll of TMZ things. Hit the sound clip of TMZ going. Forged in the ring. Forged in the gym. Forged in the octagon. What happens when these three warriors come face to face? They play chess, smoke pot, and putts around. Sorry, putt around. Arnold Schwarzenegger had some company. Mike Tyson and UFC legend Henry Cejudo. So who? Uh, Mike and Henry actually went over to Arnold's uh, mansion. Yeah. Yes, while taping the... Arnold has a mansion? Who would have thought? Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson podcast, Arnold hosted, even letting Henry pose with the famous sword from Conan. Yeah. I'll be back. Was from a different movie, but still kind of works. Mike and Arnold were playing chess with each other. The sport of kings. Or maybe there's just some kings on the board. Whatever. Who do you think won the chess game? It would definitely have to be Arnold to win that because you have to think ahead in chess. Mike Tyson's like reactive. He says right. You've got to. All right. I will do the debating here. It's worked out so well. Next. On the happy hour. Watch out. Hoppy is about to rant. What the hell is going on with everyone's favorite? Well, not everyone's favorite, but uh, loudmouth known as Sharon Osbourne. I'm angry. Yeah. I'm hurt. Oh, jeez. But you always were a strong one. Oh, I'm That's a fighter. What... You can say whatever the hell you want. I was trying to figure out what to say about Sharon Osbourne. Uh, but literally, when I tell you she's a fighter, oh, I would not want to get into a ring with her. Sharon Osbourne is speaking out after her controversial exit from the talk. Yeah. The TV personality gave her first interview since leaving the daytime talk show, joining Friday's Real Time with Bill Maher. To sh- Man, they should have named that episode. Episode 1002 or whatever number they're on. Who's smarmier? Bill Maher or Sharon Osbourne? And then they have episode 101103 when she returns. Who's more of an asshat? You got the point to share how she's feeling in the aftermath. It's so many different things. I'm angry. Yep. I'm hurt. I'm an egomaniac, and now I have to deal with Ozzy again. He's cheating on me and taking all the blue pills. But you always were a strong one. Oh, I'm a That's fighter. What, oh, I, we know that one. So we know that I'm one. like... Oh, let's have the smarmy liberal applause because we can't have a Bill Marshall because he's really not that funny, so people are supposed to laugh when he says something, but no one really laughs, so it's the smarmy applause of his liberal opinions and propaganda. He's so wonderful. Why? Because he's Bill Maher. He's so... Oh, God, is he the worst? Oh, I know. Oh. Yeah. I've been called so many things in my life. Yeah. 
I am so used to being called names, but a racist is one I will not take. Last month, CBS announced that Sharon had chosen to leave the show two weeks after making headlines for her heated and tearful defense of her friend, Piers Morgan. Here's the thing. She goes, I'm hurt. I'm angry. Well, then why'd you leave the show? Because you were forced out. Don't say, oh, I left on my own terms. I was just hanging out. I was like, I want to be irrelevant again. Be honest here. She got forced out, but she's such a narcissist. She's so self-centered that she goes, oh, it was a mutual separation of sorts. No, it wasn't. Get the hell out of here. During an on-air discussion about Piers' much-criticized reaction to Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's Oprah interview. And honestly, too, I don't really care what she said. I, I, I don't care. But she should have been kept on air just because... They should have called the Guinness Book of World Records and been like, you are the first person ever to defend and like Pierce Morgan. I mean, that's right there itself worthy of being kept your job, that you're actually a friend and you're actually someone who defended that asshat, that asshole, that asswipe, I keep saying ass, that douchebag known as Pierce Morgan. CBS's statement explained in part that it had concluded, quote, Sharon's behavior toward her co-host on the March 10th episode. Oh, but I thought you left on your own terms, Sharon. Did not align with the network's values for a respectable workplace. The respectable workplace of CBS is having a laugh track where every punchline has a laugh track. Because it's not funny. Oh, you find this irritating? Watch any CBS sitcom. You're so used to the laugh track being there that you think it's not annoying, but the Big Bang Theory. Sheldon walks in. Hi, guys. Leonard goes, how was your day, nerd? Sheldon goes, you're a nerd too. Then you go to a break for boner pills. It all started when Sharon defended Piers on the talk and said that while she didn't agree with everything he said about yeah. Megan, she supported his freedom of speech. But her co-host, Cheryl Underwood, pushed back. Oh, we're going to move on. I don't care anymore. That was so March 2021. We'll be right back. Can I hit the post now? Please, can I hit the post? I'll grab a condom. Hoppy, hoppy, hoppy. This is Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour will be right back. This following segment being brought to you by Rich Keeley Master Barbershop over there on Kennedy Boulevard in Tampa. Go to richkbarber.com and sign up right now for the best haircut, the best beard trim, the best hot towel treatment in all of the Bay Area. I go there every two weeks and oh my God, I reek of sexuality and confidence. When you go to Rich Keeley Master Barbershop, tell him I sent you, and he'll hook you up. Hoppy, hoppy, hoppy. This is Hoppy Hour. It's like a uh, $9,000 prostitute, please. Oh, do you have nine $1,000 ones? 
Yeah, good. And if you got an albino, send her up too. And like、uh, twenty minutes, I'm gonna be asleep. So get him up here. I had like half a bottle of melatonin, six beers, this whole bucket of chicken. Oh, the Sandman is coming! Listen to Happy Hour by searching Happy Radio on your favorite podcasting platform. Live from St. Petersburg, you are tuned into Happy Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is—the most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Don't be offended. He's sorry in advance. Who says exes can't be friends? Justin Thoreau is opening up about his enduring bond with Jennifer Aniston. Who? Oh, he dated Jennifer Aniston. That's why he was famous. In a new cover story for Esquire, the Leftovers alum shared. Oh, you're on the cover of a magazine. Good for you. Details about how he and his former wife have stayed amicable since their split more than three years ago. He shared, "I would say we've remained friends." We don't talk every day, but we call each other. We Facetime. We text. I kind of like that about Jennifer Aniston. She's like she's never gonna be with somebody for the rest of her life, but she kind of keeps in touch with people. They hang out, maybe have occasional sex. I I really dig that. Like, oh, she's a cool chick. Justin added, "Like it or not, we didn't have that dramatic split, and we love each other." Oh, I'm, I'm sure she feels the same way. Sincere when I say that I cherish our friendship. Yeah, we can not be together and still bring each other joy and friendship. Oh, I'm sure you totally don't want to have sex with her at all. You just want to cherish that friendship. Also, she makes me laugh very, very hard. Yeah, nice and hard. All、oh, the laughter. <laughs> just saying. She's a hilarious person. Yeah, it would be a loss if we weren't in contact. For me, per- yeah, personally. And、I feel like he's just hoping. He's like, "Please, God, one more time." I'd like to think the same for her. Justin has touted Jen's sense of humor before. Back in 2019, right after the morning show actress joined Instagram. Oh, the morning show—the show on Apple TV where they just relived all the things that happened in the Me Too movement, acting like we weren't there to live it. Which is fine. I'm glad the Me Too movement happened, but everybody's like, "Oh my God, Jennifer Aniston's playing a news anchor on the morning show!" And literally, it was just her acting as they were reenacting 2017 all over again. Like, oh yeah, wow, riveting. It would be like if you had a TV show in 2009 that came out about the 2008 market crash. Like you lived it. You don't need to see it again. Graham, he told Access Hollywood that the platform will be the perfect showcase for her sharp wit. Did you try to get her to join for a while? Because everyone's been trying to get her to join.、Mm-hmm. You know, I think she just had to. She had to do it in her own time. She was ready to do it. Yeah, that's what she does. Her own thing. Her own time. The world will, is about to discover how hilarious she can be. Yeah, and is. Jennifer and Justin announced their separation in 2018 after less than three years of marriage. Oh wow, that's a decent time. You get three years with her. Rumors swirled that Jen wanted to live in LA, while Justin's heart was set on New York City. Why? I mean, to either of those cities, a good riddance. But the actor told Esquire that that take on things wasn't accurate. Ah, they just ended. 
He said, that is a narrative that is not true for the most part. For the most part. If it wasn't true 100%, he would say it wasn't true at all. He's just being passive aggressive. Look, people create narratives that make themselves feel better or simplify things for them. That whole, this person likes rock and roll, that person likes jazz, of course. That's just not the case. It's an oversimplification. What? How the hell are you going (laughs) to... Okay, let me take a deep breath here. Meditation time. How the hell is he going to compare living in New York City and her wanting to live in Los Angeles? So basically wanting to live in a different part of this country, 1,900 miles away or whatever the exact amount is. How the hell are you going to compare that potentially or maybe not hurting relationship to, oh, I'm into rock and roll. She was into jazz music. You could just leave the room. You have all the free time in the world. That's the worst analogy I've ever heard. Now, Justin is single. And while he wants to connect with people after quarantine, a new relationship is not his top priority. Oh, okay. I bet he's... I bet that's his whole reasoning. That was like when I was single. I'm like, oh, relationship is not my priority at all. (laughs) Then I met my girlfriend and I'm like, I got to wipe this girl down. Oh, so he's going through that denial where he can't really find anybody. And he's like, oh, I I don't need a relationship. But if he does, and he he probably will because he's rich, famous, and handsome, he'll find a new girl and he'll be like, oh, yeah, remember when I said I didn't want a wife down? I was lying. Speaking of wifed down... Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley are feeling the love for one another at the happiest place on earth. What, Aaron Rodgers' mom's house? While the two were vacationing at Walt Disney World, the newly engaged couple teamed up for a quick Walt Disney World Minute interview. This whole Aaron Rodgers thing is the weirdest, most bizarre thing of all time. He literally does not speak to anybody from his family. He literally is becoming very unlikable more than ever to the media. He literally is the most bland host of Jeopardy of all time. Like if he was just Aaron Rodgers, some random dude coming in to host Jeopardy, he would be deemed as awful. But because he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, ESPN and all the sport nerds, I'm like, oh my God, he's so good at Jeopardy. Yeah, he's okay. He's all right. But it's so bizarre here. The media and everybody with the Jeopardy thing and pretending like he's not a douche to the media and pretending like he doesn't ignore his family, all those last three examples I brought up, it's so weird. This engagement he has with this girl that we just found out about. Now, granted, you can have a personal life, but everyone's just ignoring that he's not speaking to his family. Like, you just see him walking down the block, hanging out with his girlfriend, and you're like, this dude doesn't talk to his family. So that's why it makes me laugh when they're like, oh, it's full of love and affection, even though in a short lifetime, he ain't talking to the people that produced him. And they spilled some romance tea. When asked how the actress likes to unwind after a long day. Talking to his mom? Shailene said by taking a bath. But I can relate to that. Oh, I love a nice bath. They aren't had a different idea. How do you unwind after a long day? I like, personally, I like a bath. Maybe a good glass of wine. I was going to say cuddle time, but since she went with her own thing, <laughs> I'm going to say uh, Jeopardy and uh, a glass of scotch. What the hell? We're just going to pretend like this is normal, this whole smarmy. Like, you know those people? Who am I talking about people in 
the media that are like this, where you have one person that's engaged and then they're like 18 years apart and they're showing the perfect side of themselves on social media. Any couple that is so light years apart in age when they're acting like everything's wonderful and dandy on social media, yeah, that's going to end badly. And the cuteness did not stop there. Oh, it's so cute. What? Hair also had the perfect answer when asked, quote, the one thing that always makes you smile. What is one thing that always makes you smile? The thought that I'm going to not have a mother-in-law. This guy. You. Oh, you're so cute. Yeah. Oh, yuckarooski. Aaron and Shailene quietly got engaged earlier this year. Yeah, it was weird. He had that whole announcement, I think, when he won MVP of the year. Or he was in some press conference. I'm pretty sure it was him winning MVP. He's like, a lot happened this year. The good season with the Packers. Didn't talk to my parents. Oh, and I got engaged. The Green Bay Packers quarterback first revealed that he proposed during his video acceptance speech for the 2020 NFL MVP in February. Mm -hmm. Saying, quote, I got engaged while listing all the big changes that happened this year. And he did it in this smug way of like, I'm just going to act like it was like me getting a new car, getting a new puppy. The announcement came just days after news broke that Aaron and Shailene were together. Just last month, Aaron also opened up about his largely private romance with the Big Little Lies star. During it- And what I love, too, is we're just pretending like all these relationships he's had in the past, like the way they end, it's never really amicable. Like, it's very awkward. Like, the one with Danica Patrick. And then that one girl who dated him, who was a famous actress, and she went on, like, Jimmy Kimmel and made a joke about her last ex having, like, a small penis. Like, all these relationships he has, they all end awfully. So how are we supposed to believe this one's just going to be happily ever after? Instagram live chat with the CEO of Zenith Watches. Oh, I'm sure the CEO of a watch company really asked him the hard-hitting questions. Uh, recently engaged, so been uh, enjoying uh, that part of my life. Yeah, just laying there, doing none of the work. Because the whole year for the Packers, I did all the work. Obviously, that's uh, the best thing that's happened to me in the last year, and there's been all righty, we're going to move on. Enough of Aaron Rodgers. I feel like I have to wash my hands from all the douchebaggery I just had around me. Now, for anybody that's a Gen Xer that would be doing this show as a host, they would then have a one-liner about douchebaggery of going from Aaron Rodgers to Pete Davidson. But I'm going to tell you Pete Davidson is my hero. Anybody out there who hates on Pete Davidson is just jealous that they're not Pete Davidson and that they don't have his penis, which would go into the Penis Hall of Fame. Pete Davidson is clearly falling for his celebrity crush. As speculation continues to grow that the 27-year-old is romantically involved with Bridgerton star Phoebe Dinovore. Hell yeah, Pete Davidson. Hell yeah. How many times do you get to go through all these A-list celebrities and all these beautiful women, and then you get to date your biggest Hollywood crush? Like that right there. We got to give this man a round of applause. All you jealous Gen Xers out there. He's not funny. King of Staten Island wasn't funny. Shut up. You guys think Wayne's World was funny. It was a great movie. Not Wayne's World. King of Staten Island. Pete Davidson's talented. Is he a sociopath? Yes. Is he unlikable? Yes. But should he be commended and applauded and bowed down to? 
because of all the women he's dated? Oh, hell yeah, he should. He hinted at their relationship a virtual Q&A with Market University students, which was later posted on TikTok. I'm with my celebrity crush. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is so high. Oh, so. He's like, oh, I just spilled the beans. Yes. I mean, listen to this. This guy's baked out of his mind. I bet he took like seven hits of a bong before. Which was later posted on TikTok. Here it is. Here is Black. A response. I'm with my celebrity crush. Yeah. I don't know. I need more weed. I feel awkward. I don't know what to do. So, so. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. It kind of sounds like he just seemingly confirmed his romance with Phoebe. Hell yeah. The comedian and the rising star sparked some serious rumors after Pete was recently spotted taking selfies with fans in Phoebe's hometown in England. I bet he was wearing a mask, right? Last month, and the actress was spotted in Pete's Staten Island town. Uh, It's official. He was having sex with her in his mom's basement, literally. As Weekly recently confirmed that the two are in fact dating, and a source told the mag that they're really trying hard to make long distance work. Uh, This is going to end well. Pete was previously engaged to Ariana Grande. We know that was three years ago. And has most recently been linked to model Kaya Gerber and Margaret Qualley prior to that. The one that's really weird is he dated Larry David's daughter. Oh, I'm sure Larry David has rave reviews about him dating his daughter. And Phoebe's love life has been a hot topic since she shot to fame as Daphne Bridgerton in the hit Netflix series. Many fans question if she actually had something going on with her co-star because of their on-screen chemistry. Yeah, it's called acting. But the two shot down those rumors in an interview with Access Hollywood. Yeah, she's like, ew, I would never date you. Like, this is also one of those shows where people are going to start speculating about who's dating who. Yes. You know, who's connected to who on and maybe off screen. We just care about off camera. Give us all the tea. She sounds like a bundle of fun. Tell me all the inside info on you dating because I'm on a dry spell. So Scott and I can get ahead of the game. Oh, I'm so trustworthy. I'll never tell anybody at a party and talk behind your back and backstab you. All right. What do we need to know? Did, where do the sparks actually fly with with cast members? What a weird show this is, this interview show. Tell us about the sex life, not the most popular show on Netflix. Uh, I think that everything you need to know is on camera. That's why we presented <laughs> it so beautifully for you. And all- oh, this is weird. The sparks that flew came off of the beautiful script. (laughs) I'm a cackling head. I'm so miserable. We were handed. um, And so I think that the sparky words, scripts, and material are more than enough. All right. That's getting weird. William and Prince Harry are coming together to honor their late grandfather, Prince Philip, in a memorable way. I think everyone's hope is that this is going to be an opportunity for William. All right. I, I can't. It's three and a half minutes of this. They did not stand together during their grandfather's funeral. Oh, thank God. Prince William's such not a smarmy asshole, and he's so forgiving in his short lifetime. Oh, I'm so pretentious, and I'm so wonderful, but I can't be next to my brother. I'm so great. Oh, enough of you. And enough of this show. 
Hey guys, it's Allie for Hollywood Life with your music roundup, starting with Drake. Rapper Nori took to Instagram to reveal that Drake will appear on an upcoming episode of the Revolt series, Drink. I love Nori. Champs. According to Nori, they will be talking about how Drake and DMX squashed their beef through OVO producer Noah Forty Shabib. Sounds like it's... Rest in peace, DMX. It's going to be a great episode. And switching gears to Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, Us Weekly reports that ASAP showed mm. up to Delilah Monday night with a group of about 10 people to meet up with Rihanna, who was already there. According to the magazine, Drake was in a private room and was not vibing with ASAP. This is interesting considering earlier this week, E! News reported that Drizzy invited both Riri and ASAP and went on to claim that Drizzy likes and approves of ASAP. Does- oh, thank God. Thank God Drake gives the approval because when you're in, a, you're in a relationship, you need your ex's approval. Is Drake like Rocky or not? Someone. I don't care anymore. Finally. Before I get to the last article, I'm going to play the actual finally clip that inspired me to say that in that aggravating way. Finally. Finally. I'm one of those guys who can't wait to get to work in the morning. Like a dairy cow. Ah! <gasps> Oh, yes! Yes! Oh! Shut up! All right, what's going on with Kanye West? Kanye West might be almost fresh out of a divorce, but reportedly he's already got his sights set on getting back out there in the dating world. Let's get... Oh, this is going to be interesting. (laughs) Get into it. Apparently, it's true what they say. It's never too soon to get back on the horse. Okay. I've never... I mean, I've heard uh, the best way to get over somebody is under somebody, but I've never heard this horse line. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, the whole riding thing. But what? So it might be a tad... Su- wait, wait. So what's it again? Side set on getting back out there in the dating world. Let's get into it. Okay. Apparently, it's true what they say. It's never too soon to get back on the horse. I mean, I've never heard that. Oh, dude. You broke up with your ox. You need to get back on that horse, man. Dude, you got to get back on the horse, bro. (laughs) Okay, so it might be a tad soon, but to each their own, right? Just two months after. I hate that thing too. Oh, it's too soon to start banging and dating people. Your ex dumped you. Get over it. Life's too short. Oh, and this thing too, when you go through a bad breakup, you go, oh yeah, my ex is going to wait forever to have sex because they're totally not over me. In that moment... Of when you're thinking your ex is totally not over you, they are either having sex with somebody or they are thinking about that thought of having sex with somebody that's not you. After Kim Kardashian officially filed for divorce from Kanye West, he is reportedly already thinking about his next relationship. Uh, With his right hand? I mean, who is he going to date? I mean, it would have to be a cloud chaser. I mean, I'm not saying he's not a good person. He's just an absolute nut job. I ain't saying she's a gold digger. According to page six, Yeezy wants his next relationship to be with an artist and a creative person. Ah, so somebody that's as wonderful as him. Adding that this is solely so that, quote, they can speak the same language to each other. And what would that language be? This seems like an easy feat considering there are plenty of eligible artists in the world, but they may have a lot to live up to considering Kanye told GQ back in 2019, quote, I am Michelangelo. I am Picasso. I am unquestionably, undoubtedly the greatest human artist of all time. I'm also a sociopath and this show is about to be over with. Oh man, time flies when you're yelling in your apartment. Ah, yeah. 
This following show is brought to you by westchaseprinting.com, which made my banner, which Happy Hour Live will be premiering this week on nofilter.net, the nofilter network. For all the info on that. RyanHoppyRadio.com and I have my and on my social media at RyanHoppyRadio. It'll be this Tuesday or Wednesday, Happy Hour Live, the pilot episode. I'm going to manifest no issues technologically. And I will gather 70 downloads. <laughs> oh, Cleveland, get over yourself. Okay, so to listen to my show, go to every single platform that has a podcast. Stitcher, TuneIn, Spreaker, Mixcloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, and the list goes on. Search up Hoppy Radio, H-O-P-P-E Radio. This has been brought to you by WestChasePrinting.com, FitStageFitness.com, RichKBarber.com, TampaBayHotSauce.com, AmirAcademy.com. Add me on IG, add Ryan Hoppy Radio. Add me on Twitter, add Ryan Hoppy Radio, RyanHoppyRadio at gmail.com. 856-49-HOPPY. That's 856-494-6773. And this show is for the hardworking, average Joe and Jane at Grind in Life. You can also listen to me on the Quad Pod Network at quadpod.com slash Ryan Hoppy. This has been Hoppy Hour. I am your host, Ryan Hoppy. Out of breath and signing out. <sighs> Bye. Hoppy, Hoppy, Hoppy. This is Hoppy Hour. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. And like that, he's gone.